Good morning. I'm Noel Deere, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Nacogdoches, Texas. Welcome to this morning's daily devotion. I hope these next 10 minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's word and abide with Christ. Our focus this morning is on Hebrews 3, verses 7 through 19. That's a lot of verses to cover. Let's jump right in. Verse 7 says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice. Now, this is the beginning of a long quotation that the writer of Hebrews is going to give us from the Old Testament, from Psalm 95. And we'll go through that quotation, but first I want you to see how the writer of Hebrews introduces it, because there are two very important lessons we can learn here. He says in verse 7, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says. First, we see here an affirmation of the inspiration of Scripture. You see, this quotation was written by David or maybe another psalmist many, many years ago. It was the expression of his heart. It was something that a man wrote. Yet, we see here that it was also the Word of God. He says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, this came from God. Now, we see this taught throughout the scripture, but it's something that sometimes people don't understand. In 2 Peter 1.21, the Bible says that men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So scripture is given by, well, those that wrote it down, but it really, the truth of that came straight from the heart of God. Scripture is true and reliable. It is inspired because it comes from God. And we see that right here uh, in uh, Hebrews 3, 7. But another thing we see in the introduction to this quotation is we see something about the present tense speaking of God. Notice it says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, it doesn't say as the Holy Spirit said many years ago, and this was originally written by the, by the psalmist. No, uh, the Holy Spirit says, present tense. See, God, it's not just that God has spoken through Scripture, but God continues to speak through Scripture. Every time we open our Bibles, the Holy Spirit of God speaks to us, and that's an encouragement. So as I said, this is the beginning of a quotation that comes from Psalm 95, verses 7 through 11, uh, and uh, it'll continue all the way, well, really through Hebrews 3.11, and then there'll be some commentary in Hebrews on that, uh, on that quotation. The most important thing to notice here, uh, the noted, most important part of the quote here in verse 7 uh, of Hebrews 3 is the word today. Uh, now, we're going to cover in the next, um, I don't know, chapter, chapter and a half, and see that this word is repeated. The word today is repeated three times. It's an emphasis here. What is the best time for us to respond to the conviction and the prompting of the Lord? Today. What is the best time for us to be faithful? Today. And that's the emphasis here. Let's continue to read the quote. Do not harden, verse 8, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. Now, the quote is looking back to uh, the time that the uh, 
the nation of Israel, they were wandering in the desert. They had left Egypt and they were headed to the promised land, but they were wandering in the desert because of some poor choices and some rebellion. And it says here, do not harden your hearts like they hardened their hearts. You see, every day of our lives, we either respond to God's voice and we choose faithfulness or we harden our hearts. And when they were wandering around in the desert, uh, every time they failed to do what God told them to do, they hardened their hearts and they moved closer and closer to a place of unbelief. Let's continue to read verse nine, where your ancestors tested me, tried me and saw my works for 40 years. Verse 10. Therefore, I was provoked to anger with that generation and said, they always go astray in their hearts and they have not known my ways. Uh, the example of the pattern of the Israelites wandering in the desert is what can happen to all of us if we don't respond urgently. Uh, note now here that God, according to these verses, was provoked to anger. Those who rebelled against the Lord, including Moses himself, were never allowed in the promised land. They never made it to where God wanted them to go because they provoked the Lord to anger uh, with, their, with their hard hearts and their delayed obedience. Look at verse 11. So I swore in my anger, they will not enter my rest. Now, rest for them specifically referred to getting to the promised land, crossing the Jordan. They were leaving Egypt. They were in the desert, but they were heading to this, uh, to this land, and that was rest. But the idea of rest is something that is uh, presented a little differently here in the book of Hebrews, and it's an important word to understand in order to understand, really, the next several chapters of the book of Hebrews. Rest in Scripture metaphorically refers to God's blessings of safety, security, and salvation. So it's not just, I'm going to take a nap. It's uh, to get to a place where we have safety and security and we have a right relationship with God. So Hebrews is going to develop this picture by bringing a unique uh, uniquely Christological component to that. It's going to talk about rest, not in the sense of making it to the promised land, but rest uh, in the sense that we are connected with God through Christ. So Hebrews 4, when we get there, will teach us that Jesus Christ is our rest, our Sabbath rest. He's not a place. It's not a place. It's a person. Jesus Christ he fundamentally gives us rest. Now, how is that rest? Well, uh, one way, one way it is rest is that when we're connected with God through Christ, we will never again labor to achieve righteousness that pleases the Lord. Righteousness comes through Christ, and so we can rest in that. And we'll see more of that as we go uh, through chapters uh, 4, 5, and 6 of the book of Hebrews. Now, here's the message of the quote, the whole quote from Psalm 95. Like, faithful, faith, like faithless Israel, those who presume upon the grace of God will die on the wrong side of the Jordan. Uh, the people who didn't... Uh, respond to God's 
uh, guidance and instructions. Those who didn't trust God, their hearts grew hard and they died on the wrong side of the Jordan, meaning that they never made it to the promised land. The same is true for us today. The same is true for us today. Look at verse 12. Watch out, brothers and sisters, so that there won't be uh, in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Now, here the writer's urging his readers to apply the lessons of Psalm 95 uh, and the desert failures of so many of the Jews. And he warns them against having a hard and an unbelieving heart. The, the danger here is not just that we would stumble into sin. The danger is that a hard and an unbelieving heart will lead to a final denial of God and a rejection uh, of Christ. Now, the next verse is going to tell us how to avoid having uh, a hard heart. So the next verse may be the most important of them all. Look at verse 13. But encourage each other daily while it is still called today so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. A faith family, a church family is essential to us if we're not going uh, to be hardened by sin's deception. We must be in a, in a, in a faith family uh, where people are encouraging us daily, encouraging us daily. Now that implies two responsibilities. First, we must be engaged. We must find a way to be engaged in a church family where we can be encouraged every day. But it also uh, gives us the responsibility as those who are in the family to make sure we're encouraging others in the family. And so there's what we receive, but there's also what we do. Verse 14, for we have become uh, participants in Christ if we hold firmly until the end, uh, the reality that we had at the start. Uh, we looked at this uh, yesterday, uh, but the truth is that perseverance uh, a commitment that lasts is the most certain sign of the genuineness of our faith. One way I like to say this, and I copied this from somebody else, but faith that fizzles uh, before the finish was faulty from the first. See, if we have a true faith, we'll persevere. Very quickly, uh, verses uh, 15 through 19 really just revisit what we've already seen, but I want to read these. Uh, verse 15, as it is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as uh, in the rebellion. For who heard, uh, sorry here, I lost my, my outline. Um, for who heard and rebelled? Wasn't it all who came out of Egypt under Moses? With whom was God angry for 40 years? Was it at those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see, verse 19, that we were unable to enter because of unbelief. The consequences, friends, of unbelief that comes from a hardened heart, those consequences are real and permanent, and they were so for the Israelites who rebelled, and they will be for us uh, if we rebel. Friends, thanks for watching uh, or listening. If you're on YouTube, please hit subscribe to make sure you never miss one of these uh, daily devotions. Uh, on your favorite podcasting app, just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. More info at noeldeer.com. You have a great day as you seek to endeavor, uh, as you endeavor to abide in Christ.